0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm Murray, and this week, I am an officer of lazy. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm looking around, zero yada yadas, I got nothing. That's <laughs> the best I can come up with. Best I can come up with for an acronym this week. (laughs) Uh,
1: That's still better than my crap acronym. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Can't remember about acronym or something.
0: Podcast. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. Sometimes they just don't come easily. Nope. No. No. So that's me. Paul is off in super space today.
1: Yes. He says he has a mission, but I've heard reports he's inside of Ventura. So I don't know if I'm going
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. He's just hanging out on Ventura land, man. Winning the big bucks. That's why he's ignoring our calls. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh. He is winning the big bucks.
1: Woo-hoo. Well, I am Al. And this week, I was a victim of the agents of wrong issue. Oh no! Whoops! <laughs> Realizing opticals not good. I searched and skimmed incorrect event. So I'm sitting here looking at my, looking at Twitter before, and looking at my, the post I put up about last week's episode. And I'm looking at that, going, huh, because I just read the <laughs> issue last night. I'm thinking, weird. That was a Bloodlines issue, but why did Le- why was Legion and Elseworlds issue this year? This year? Wait a minute. Hold on. Brain is trying to think of something. Brain is trying to say something. <laughs> they weren't the same... different events. What does that mean? Oh, crap. <laughs> it means I read the wrong one. So I oh, literally no. spent the last half hour... Because I only even figured that out, like, barely... less than an hour ago, right before dinner. So I've been spending the time trying to find a version I could use... I at least found one to read, but I, it's not on my tablet, so it's gonna. Kind of, I'm reading, so it's, still have not found one I can do that way. <laughs> nothing's working well. Oh dear. So I read it though. Good, good,
0: I read it today too.
1: And I have to say, I think Legion lucked out, or maybe it's because Legion actually had like the main creative team because it didn't really unlike a lot of the bloodlines annuals they read better i thought both of them
0: yeah these two like i like the lobo one set things up this one kind of wrap i mean you could it was sort of a done in one it was whether you were reading the rest of the uh bloodline stuff or not this story works on its own it works as part of the larger narrative
1: yeah well it works as the legion narrative with the lobo issue and it also works totally. as part of the whole narrative yeah. maybe one of the pro- things is besides actually having a main creative team it also things actually something actually happened in these issues other than just parasites attack people somebody gets powers but the parasites are still running around because we need them going on until the end of the yeah crossover so they all feel like they're treading water more or less.
0: Yeah, yeah. This one this one had a bit of a purpose to it for sure. For yeah. sure. And the guy with the powers is the least part of it. I mean, he's he's a main part of the story, but his powers are like, eh, I guess he's got powers.
1: <laughs> it's Kind of like the Lobo one. It's like, yeah, I guess she has powers.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It wasn't really that important.
0: No. No, no that helped. Yeah, maybe, because then they concentrated on the story they wanted to tell rather than the character they needed to introduce. Yeah. Um, given that this character is probably never seen
1: again. Uh, actually, I, I was skimming through some upcoming issues. Oh. And he actually does appear at least one other time. I don't know how, if he does huh. appear others, but I saw him at least once.
0: Huh. Well, there you go. There you go. So he makes at least another appearance, but I mean not He's not gonna be He's not well, gonna be around for a long, long time.
1: It also doesn't help that we're right near the end of Legion. Yeah. I mean we got Rebels coming up, but Rebels kinda has a from what I remember has a bit of a different setup, so
0: Yeah. Yep. Very so what like the first true. few issues. Yep. Totally,
1: so, it's kind of like introducing Green, you know, new Green Lanterns and like the, you know, issues thirty six to forty six. Like, yeah, who cares?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're not going to get much play. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, well here we go. We got the Legion Annual, Bloodlines, Deathstorm, Legion Annual Four, Legion Ninety Three Annual Number Four, and it looks like it's a Kitson cover. Is yeah. It um, is, yeah. Sure. There's his name. Yeah, it's yeah, there say, on right Lobo's motorbike. Barry K. Yeah. Barry K. Yeah, I was gonna say it's got a very kitsony-y feel to it because so
1: it's done like it's decent in both of these. Yes, I mean yeah. a lot of those annuals, I felt like they kind of were just farming it out to whoever was new and said, I'll, i I want to draw."
0: Yeah, like for whatever reason, they were able to get Mike McCone to do most of the Legion annuals. Yeah. Um. Which is cool. If he's only around for, like, once a year, might as well. Yep. There are worse people that could come around once a year. You know what I mean? I agree. (laughs) Mike McCone's a good one. Well, and it's Mike McCone, and it's somebody else. Tom Murray needs glasses. Tenny? Tom Tenny? Yeah. I think does the last part of the... The last part of the annual, and it's all written by Mark Wade and inked by a team of people Scott Hanna, Andrew Papoy, Mark McKenna, Tom McQueenie. Don't know who that is. Nope. Never heard. Letters by Kevin Cunningham and Gaspar. Colors Yay. by Gene D'Angelo. Yeah, he shows up. And Peter Tomasi and Dan Raspler edit. So it's all good. It's a good creative team. So we open on some planet with some long-haired dude putting a machine together, joining wires up, and we pull out farther and farther and farther back. And we see tons and tons and tons of graves um, outside of this building where the dude is Building this machine. And we see a couple of the creepy crawly aliens watching him. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. And, yep, not going to be good. And then we hit up with the Legion and we get all the Legion cruisers flying towards some place with Lobo and Layla. Lobo on his hog and Layla in like a a weirdly tiny it looks space like bubble. Sh-
1: <laughs> it looks like the little shuttle ships they use in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie on Nowhere.
0: Yes. Yeah. Went, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's teeny tiny. Yeah. <laughs> Tinier than. It's like a little flying smart car. Yeah, totally. That's it. Who knew she was so uh, environmental? Even in space. (laughs) Even in space. So Lobo is saying, all right, Docs, that's it. Up ahead. Next stop, the Great Unknown. And inside the Legion cruiser, we've got Stealth. And she is bringing us up to speed. This is where you and Lobo encountered the alien parasites, Layla. That's correct, Stealth. Every one of them are clamoring to be named the dirtiest, meanest SOB in the galaxy. Really, says Stealth. Sounds like someone's after your title, Docs. (laughs) This is no laughing matter, Stealth. I want to know what's on the other side of that dimensional rift, if it even is a true rift in space. Tashana, what are our sensors picking up? And Lady Quark says, static, electromagnetic interference, jumbles, any and all life readings. What would we find there anyway, Mary Jane? She says, don't ask me. I'm an expert on xenobiology, but I've never heard of any life form that remotely matches the description Lobo gave. If the parasites live up to their rep, we'll need substantial firepower on our side. Thus, says Docs, are reinforcements. Bridge to the hold. Is your crew prepared for battle, Sergeant Magara? And Sergeant Magara takes after the best space pirates. <laughs> I me and the boys be ready for any and all in action. Bring on the Beasties and his whole team is a bunch of different folks going ar <laughs> We'll grind their bones to make our bread. <laughs> is he smoking two cigars? He is. He's double cigar in it, man. He One looks is like not enough. He looks like an amalgam of Nick Fury and Dum-Dum Dugan. Totally. Totally. <sighs> And he's, and, you know, he's got a cigar for each of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that answers my question, says Doc's Captain Comet. Engage the hyperspatial drive. Warp penetration in three, two, one, and ba-bump. What the hell kind of speed bumps are these? It's turbulence in space. And then we get Mark Way doing his best Star Trek. Yeah. It's interdimensional flux. Push her through, Captain, and fast. The ship kind of takes such a pound in. And it looks like a Klingon. <laughs> it does look like a Klingon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What's going on, Scotty?
0: <laughs> FaZe says the ship's stabilized. We've made it to the other side. By the skin of our teeth. Tashana, get me a visual and she does that. We get the visuals brought up and they are like, oh my gosh, I've never seen the like. This can't be. Lobo, are you with us? Do you see what we see? I'll tell you what I see, Clyde. I see that I've skipped a page. There we go. (laughs) I see a whole lot of nothing because we get a great big space scene where normally you would get like a huge star field. Here we get black space with just a couple of stars yeah. shining in the in the darkness there in this entire dimension there's only six stars if that my readings indicate that this system is in a state of near total entropy uh let good. no that isn't good call the time trapper this is his home man yeah <laughs> totally uh, let's see for ourselves, says Doc. Set a course for the nearest Star Warp 3. But, says Captain Comet, ready to put up a little argue. If you're going to waste my time with objections, make that warp 4. No. <laughs> that should get us there within a half day. Until then, and they uh, zoom right past whatever they were aiming for. What? We passed it? How did we get so far so fast? You misjudged, said Stealth impossible that star it isn't a star at all it's a planet a planet a flame but a planet nonetheless yes says docs apparently we're working on a vastly different scale within this dimension space here is severely limited as is my patience navigation (laughs) take us closer in for a reading do you suppose there was once life here do you suppose there's life now? Something big is leaving the planet fast, and it's not friendly. And it's like a giant tentacle that, uh, a giant burning tentacle that wraps itself around the Legion cruiser.
1: Uh-oh, I know where this is going.
0: Yep, yep. I've seen tentacles Every...
1: in comics before. It's never good. Never <laughs> it's good.
0: It's never good. Never They're good. all getting shaken up a little. Docs to Magara, brace yourselves. To what? We're shaking like corn in a popper. Dox, the tentacle's wrapped itself around the bay doors and torpedo hatches. They're jammed shut. Our weapons are trapped inside. They're useless. All of them. All but one, says Dox. Lobo, do something now. (laughs) I'm on it. I'm ahead of you, boss. Ready, sweet thing. And so uh, Layla and Lobo do their thing. They fly out to the tentacle. They get a running start. He throws her chain to Layla, his chain to Layla. She grabs it. And they uh, pull that chain right around the. Uh, they clothesline it. They clothesline the tentacle. <laughs> it's
1: like a reverse clothesline. Instead of just standing there and letting it come at them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They uh, they just slice right through that tentacle, so that it uh, it just it blows up, and the ship is pretty much freed. <laughs> We're of a flaming sentient planet what are we dealing with here well from this angle it makes more sense uh they're all planets ablaze aligned around a single star so there's one star and five planets all on fire i've seen such systems in my travels a finite universe a pocket cosmos a microcosm of our own space never one this small though can it be populated Later with the cosmology lesson, says FaZe, that tentacle left its mark and we're about to be permanently stuck in this giant walk-in closet of space if we don't set down somewhere to make repairs. What are our options? <laughs> well, sensors indicate one solitary planet, not yet ravaged. We can limp that far. Stealth set a course. Comet, scout ahead and take Lobo and Layla with you. So, they fly down to this planet... So the
1: Legion of Superheroes gets Pocket Dimension, and Legion gets a pocket walk-in closet. A
0: pocket walk-in closet. I mean, there are worse things. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So what do you see, Mr. Future Man, says Lobo? I see tragedy. Thousands of buildings, but no inhabitants. A barren terrain, stripped mind of all its resources, a civilization extinguished by unknown forces. Or, to put it another way, no heads to bust, says Lobo. Well, not my choice of words, but yes. I see what you mean, says Lobo. Everyone who used to call this dump home is busy doing the dirt dance. There ain't a single soul alive. And this is when the dude that we saw at the very beginning of the book jumps out and slashes at Lobo with a big kind of like homemade scythe, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's what it looks like.
0: Um, Speaking alien language. Gobbledygook. (laughs) <laughs> and Captain Comet says, well, at least there's, like, one dude alive. <laughs> there's one. And the dude keeps wailing on Lobo. And Layla says, in the name of Legion, halt. We have not come to fight. We mean you know As he starts choking her. And uh, Lobo jumps back on him. Wow, well, what the hell? Let's harm him just a little. No, Lobo, don't hurt him. Restrain him. If I can reach him telepathically. And he does his Captain Comet thing and merges their minds. I can bridge our language barrier. And suddenly the dude is saying, parasites. Where, says Lobo. So that's it, says Captain Comet. You've mistaken us for the parasites. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Filthy, stinking, shape-sifting, parasites. And uh, he's still fighting the dudes. Your strange guises fool me not. You finally come for me. Hey, watch the jacket, Clyde. Watch the <laughs> the way you came for all the others. And the dude throws Lobo for a bit of a loop. And then Captain Comet steps in. Calm yourself. We're not the parasites. We're not even from this world. We're from someplace else. Someplace else. Liar! <laughs> That's it, says Layla. Keep him talking. Just don't let him turn around as she comes flying in on our little space buggy. There is no someplace else, says the dude. And Lobo is like, what is she doing with the bike? All the life in the universe has been eradicated by you, by the evil of your kind. And she's zooming in, getting ready to plow him with her. Smash into him with her bike. He doesn't see her. She'll take him out from behind.
1: Oh, yeah, no, that's and... why Lobo's worried. It's not she's using her thing,
0: she's using his bike. She's using his bike, of course. That's, that's what right. makes him concerned. That's what he's concerned about. It's my bike,
1: it's his hog.
0: Mm-hmm. But of course, the dude turns and uh, knocks Layla off the bike. A cowardly approach. If you wish to do battle, face me. Frag, says Lobo. Frag, frag, frag. As he gets hit by his own bike. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> We come from beyond your stars. Oof. Impossible. How could such a thing be? How? How? And finally, uh, they calm him down enough. Captain Comet grabs his arm. See for yourself. And the spaceship appears. And all of Legion steps out. And the dude that we saw at the beginning finally settles down. Says Dox. Must we forever engage in combat first? Must we always run roughshod over the natives? You chose the exploratory team, says Captain Comet. (laughs) Point (laughs) taken. (laughs) I've long ago stopped using the words prime directive and lobo in the same sentence. Your name, sir. He stopped
1: using the words prime directive before the series started.
0: That's right. That's right. That was never in his vocab. Pax. You would call me Pax. You spoke true. He's never seen a starship before. He hasn't seen a lot of things lately. Apparently he's the last of his race. Is this true? Says Lady Quark. Where are the others? Why are there no others? When were they? Long ago, but not so distant a time that I cannot still hear their screams. And then we hit flashback territory.
1: Tiller, tiller,
0: tiller. There we go. Having ravaged our neighboring worlds, having left them burning and smoldering, the parasites descended upon us, slashing our spines with their razored tongues, slaughtering us in the streets. There we go. I alone preached a doctrine of non-resistance as their spiritual leader. My people faithfully listened to me. Their error. The monsters held me fast. They forced me to watch as they feasted on the others. And once their hunger was sated, they turned on me. My God, says Faze. I assure you, God had nothing to do with it. Why didn't the parasites kill you, too? They tried a hundred times and more, but their wounds served only to empower me, making me stronger, harder, and aware of their every move. And that is apparently his power. (laughs) He's a little stronger, and he can sense where they are. (laughs) Thus, I've been able to avoid them all these years. They gather, they fester inside that far mountain. It is their lair and my objective, and I will destroy it if it's the last thing I ever do. Really, says Captain Comet. With what? With this. And he reveals the thing he was working on at the beginning. It's a bomb. How odd, says Lady Quark. Not really. We were not a primitive race. We were merely a peaceful one. While combat was not our nature... It is a skill that can be learned, says Docs. Fascinating. My objective is to strike at night when the parasites are more dormant. How soon? Asks Lady Quirk. Tonight, I feel time slipping away from me. Though I have thus far succeeded in hiding my intentions from my enemies, I fear they've begun to suspect something. And we can see, hiding in the shadows, one of the aliens watching, listening, plotting. And so concludes the story hour, says, Docs, I hope you've enjoyed your little break. Now, tell Mary Jane to get moving with that data retrieval I asked for. Everyone else, back to the ship to begin repairs. Not you, Comet. Your thoughts? Nuclear-level device, more powerful, probably, than even PAX realizes. Based on its weight and volume, my best estimate is that it could turn a small moon into dust. Or seal up a dimensional rift. With a little tinkering, yes. Fine, take it aboard the ship. Nope. What? (laughs) Why not? Because that would be wrong. Look at it, Docs. My guess is that it took Pax five years to build this bomb. Maybe five before that just to assemble the parts. Probably years before that just to conceive of a bomb. This is his. It is the centerpiece of his revenge. And revenge is all he has. And as they're walking through the little planet, um, Lady Quark is saying, you buried them all. It must have taken you some time. It must have been painful. It did. And it was. I hoped the labor would ease my guilt. It did not. In preaching peace, I failed my people and I must shoulder the burden of each and every soul. I miss them terribly. Some more than others, as he's picking up like a little... uh,
1: like amulet,
0: pendant, amulet. Yeah. What was her name? Asks Lady Quark. Anya. She was my mate. Do you know the pain? And All Lady right. Quark does I think we're indeed. like halfway through. Sure. Sounds good. Only fair. Tag. You're it. Yay.
1: <laughs> so yeah, Lady Quark. Him and Lady Quark are walking, and as we know, of course, Lady Quark has a similar background.
0: Lost Totally. Race. Totally.
1: Lost planet, actually. She says, "I do. I too lost people, my family, but they are not gone, not really." Neither Anya, so long as you are alive to remember her. Then I fear her days are numbered indeed. You must leave, and soon I have plans. And then Doc shows up. There you are. This way, you're needed. What? Let's just say we found something very interesting. Follow me. She's like, and Quirk's like, into an alleyway? What's back here? And we see one of the parasites muttering themselves, dinner. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden a whole bunch of parasites attack them, including the one that was Doc's shapeshifters we've been tricked and the aliens are telling him don't fret we won't give you much time to regret the deception we must protect our brothers in the hive so there's what, four of them attacking pax and quark yep and inside where the real docks and captain comrade were talking do you hear something out there scuffling look at it my god and doc yells, go help them i'll call the others and he calls the ship red alert some of the parasites have surfaced and they're on the attack Core team, drop your butt repairs. Get out here on the double. Self is like, everyone? Mary Jane stays behind to complete her life scan. The rest of you, move fast and bring reinforcements. Self's like, done. And they open <laughs> the doors. And all the guys, oh, the sergeant, all those men come running out going, ar, ar. Oh, that's the pirates. That's
0: right. All the space pirates.
1: Meanwhile, back at the parasites, Comet's punching them, going, get away from him. No, thank you. We've waited too long for this moment. It's time to join the others in the afterlife, packs And give them our best, ah! As, you know, Lobo's chain runs right through his face. <laughs> ah, tell him yourself. And so now the rest of the Legion's shown up and, you know, phases, of course, phasing through them. I don't believe it. They just keep coming. How many th- things are there? And Comet's punching them out, saying, too many, since every one of them is strong as we are. It's all we can do to hold our own, and God help those without any powers. And we see a lot of the pirates are getting killed. I mean, they're shooting, but they're not doing that much damage. And what's his name again, Sergeant? Um,
0: it is... Uh, I feel like it's a piratey name, uh, something that starts with M. I go, well,
1: whatever, Sergeant yeah. Miglam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yo, totally. oh, and
1: a friggin' Gryf. What have we got ourselves into? And back in the ship, Mary Jane's doing your scanning. bioscan complete. What? But like, this makes no sense. According to these readings, no matter which parasite you zero in on. As we check back in and see everyone fighting, Lobo and Layla are punching, Comet's throwing, Lady Quirk's blasting, faces is facing.
0: They're doing it. They're doing their thing.
1: And back to the ship, Mary Dean's like, the lifeform readings don't match those coming from the mountain. Or do they? Hmm. Docks the ship, prepare for emergency liftoff. Pax, where's Pax? And then he realizes where Pax is, Blasted! how pathetically noble. As Pax has walked away from the battle. He's got the bomb. He's taken advantage of the confusion to escape towards the mountains. On a suicide mission, Lobo, get a fix on Pax. But, because Lobo's in the middle of, of course, tossing one of the aliens, track him and bring back that bomb. That's an order. You two, Majera, take what's left of your men and follow Lobo. And abandon these beasties? You have a problem with that? Nope. Bye. It's <laughs> like this is not the fun I thought we were gonna be having.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: hmm It's like we're gonna go and bye. In fact, the fight. Comet strike. Trying try to deal with two aliens now on his own. Can't blame Magara for running. Tashana, a little help here. And she blasts them, saying their forces are dwindling. Comet, keep fighting. And meanwhile, Lobo and Layla start chasing after Pax. He's making lousy time. He's got a bomb strapped to his back, babe. What do you expect? Come on, you phoebes, keep up. And, you know, Miguel and his guys are chasing them is following along with Lobo. He's almost at the mountain. So are we. And back at the ship, Mary Jane's looking, saying, as I suspected, the readings of the mountain are so incredibly strong, they're warping the sensors. They, oh, my God. <laughs> and back at the fight, Kama's saying, finally, you know, he's actually been able to do some damage to a couple of them. Finally, we have them on the ropes. This should be the last of them. Then we've done our, what's that rumbling? And Mary Jane DeLobo, Mary Jane DeLobo, get out of there now. That ain't no mountain, as the mountain moves. It's a giant parasite, and it's crawling with larvae. And it's like a giant kind of like slug monster with like huge tentacles coming out of its mouth, which is probably what was attacking them from before. Yeah. I mean, not this one, but a different one, obviously.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Related. Related. It is huge. <laughs> yeah, it is like a double-page spread huge. Giant, giant. It kind of looks like a devil fish, kind of. Yeah. But green.
1: green. And it also has a whole bunch of little larvae, like little mini parasites. Thousands of frags oh, around yeah, there. Totally. Coming from you, that's a hell of an insult. And me, Mom Gal, and his own men decide, flee! And they run away, because they're smart. And so now it's Lobo, Layla, and Pax fighting all these little mini larvae. Pax saying, is that a fear? There's but one way to end their threat. Finally. And he, indecisively. And he turns on the bomb. And, but he's getting overwhelmed by the parasite, by the larva. And so they're all blasted away by Lady Quark. Leave him alone. And her and Commodore still trying to fire, fight their way to do them. Nice shot. Still, you realize we don't have one chance in hell of winning this fight. And Pax is telling him, he's right, I've already triggered the bomb. It's only minutes from detonating. You must go. And Quark is telling him, not without you. Besides, it doesn't look like any of us are getting out of here alive anyway. If the larvae don't swarm us, their mother will devour us whole. Perhaps not. See how the grubs recoil from you? He realizes, yes, of course. They're undersound creatures, denizens of darkness, and dark monsters... Cannot stand the light. And she basically just makes a giant flash of the light. And that drives him away a bit. It worked. Your life blast stunned them for the moment. Shame this same can't be said for Papa Bear. Even your flaming <laughs> super bomb won't nuke that fragger. can put it to better use. Give And Kama tells him, give us the bomb packs. Your cause is lost. This planet, this planet is infested with millions of parasites right down to its very core. Your world is gone. Then I go with it is the price I pay for. I betrayed my people. And pork is not having any of this. No, you haven't. Not yet. They live on through you. So long as you remember them, sacrifice yourself without need and you sacrifice them all. That is betrayal. And he takes a minute to think and goes, take it. But it's still beeping, of course, because it's set to blow soon. And now the parasite's, you know, even more angry. It's doing its best. Guys, a little roar. Kind of reminds me a bit of the Cloverfield monster. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but with more tentacles, face tentacles.
0: Right, totally.
1: And they realize, oh, nap time's over. The grubs are recovering. Lay little legion, lay little legion. Everyone, get to the ship and fast. Repair or no repairs, we've got some motor. Get back to their ship, self and docks and phaser. They're fighting still grubs and like Self's like, I heard that. So they all race back to the ship up and Doc's saying the monster's head right for us everyone here aye. oh so obviously sergeant Mitchell survived <laughs> then all aboard see you on the other side clyde as lobo and leila get on their little ships and fly off and stealth is one oh, sorry quark is one of the last ones left saying no where's pax hurry Tashana. we can't leave him is basically comets dragging her inside it's too late the hatch is closing and the monster's almost on us we have to wait for him And, you know, the monster's about to get to them. We can't. The bomb's still ticking. Fire engines, let's go. And they take off. And we're free, scanning exterior hole for stowaway parasites. What the hell? Because they don't see an exterior uh, parasite. They see packs hanging onto the ship. He's anchored into the hole. Open hatch. Comet, you're telekinetic. You can reach him. I can't take the time. If this bomb blows before I can launch it, we're all dead. As he's basically doing something to the bomb. I'm not sure if he's using his powers to pause it or trying to tinker with it, but either way, he's dealing with the bomb. It's like you're on your own. But Lady Quark opens a hatch. Don't worry, I've got you. Take my no as he starts to slip away. And inside, Commissaire torpedo tubes opened. She and beamal outside, Quark was trying to grab him. Can't reach any further. It's up to you. Can't. And so they do build a bit of, like, decent, you know, drama here with, like, you know, the panels going back and forth from the inside to the outside. Yep. Yep. So inside, you know, Doc's and common are dealing with the bomb. Rift coordinates locked. Torpedo readied. Bomb mounted. Torpedo loaded. And outside, losing grip. Come on, reach. Damn it. Why did you abandon us? Had to go back. And Doc's comes out to the hatch actually and tells her. Forget him, we're leaving the atmosphere. Close the hatch before you endanger us all. And she's yelling him. So then she goes back to yelling packs. Back for what? What was so important you had to retrieve it? And he tells her this, and he's holding the little amulet from his uh, from Anya. And inside Docs and uh, Comet are setting off the two, you know, torpedo, saying torpedo targeted, released in three, two, one. And while she's not able to reach his hand at that time, she's able to reach the amulet band so she'll use that to grab him. And beep. computer gets shot. She grabs Pax and pulls him in and shuts the hatch quickly as that little thing shoots out to the rift and... Explodoramas. Big, well, big, big
0: kaboom. Big, but, big, know, it's, space. Big kaboom. Mm-hmm. it's space. You don't hear it.
1: Nope. But it's a nice full-page spread of a whole big explosion. So just imagine a giant earth-shattering kaboom.
0: There it is.
1: And inside... I can't tell who that is, talking to Docs there. Um, it doesn't look like any of the main characters. That's not FaZe. That's not Stealth. I wonder maybe if it's Mary Jane. Mary, yeah. maybe, that's the only one it could be. She's the only uh, woman on the team that has long hair.
0: Yeah. At this point, it's the new artist who's come on. So I'm guessing Mary Jane.
1: And it's also in Shadow. Like, there's no yeah. color on them. Yeah. So let's say Mary Talking to Docs. I don't believe it. We survived. By the skin of our teeth, meaning that the universe as we know it owes us a tremendous debt of gratitude. The rift is sealed and can no longer serve as a stepping stone into our own reality. Whatever dreams and nightmares that hellish dimension contained. They are now a part of the past. And a little later, I guess, uh, Pax is looking out the window, looking at all the stars. And Tashana comes in to see him. Taking it all in. Thinking about the future. Thanks to you, I still have one. You saved me from myself. It wasn't that hard. Believe it or not, you want to live. True, especially now that I see there is much to live for. Stars upon stars. Worlds upon worlds. Like the rest of my race, I never knew beyond our own heaven and earth. Never dreamed that there is so much to the universe. So much to be in danger. She's like, danger? The parasites. I can feel their horrific evil, Tashana. I sense their very movements. Those who escaped my dimension travel freely in this one, but I will not watch them do to your worlds, what they did to mine. They must be stopped. Then you're very fortunate to be with us because Doc says we're on our way to do just that. We set of course, to the parasites new home, the third planet from the planet Star Sol. Its natives call it Earth. Next, the Bloodmind saga reaches its Saturn climax in the pages of Bloodbath, number one. Will the combined <laughs> might of Earth's superheroes be enough to turn the tide against the monstrous parasites? Or will something require something more to defeat them? Dun dun dun
0: Yep. Uh they get defeated in two long issues.
1: <laughs> yes. We're not doing bloodbath, right?
0: No. Okay, good. Because no. I was going to say, I think
1: I, have, I, I was going to be busy those weeks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. We are not. We are not. Nope. Uh, let's just say the aliens get defeated, folks. And the heroes that are created from the series, uh, not many of them stick around. Oh, look. It lists them all. Layla. So she sticks around for an issue or two.
1: Yes, Pax gets four. Has four appearances total. Okay. This one in Bloodbath, plus an issue of Legion, and Mm -hmm. he has a solo story in uh, Showcase ninety-four, number
0: nine. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that might be more than some of these guys get.
1: But, yeah, so I looked up his, uh, let's see. It just lists his, on the DC, like, uh, wiki, like, uh, fandom page, it just lists, his, lists en- enhanced senses under his powers. Yeah,
0: that's but kind it of all kind of looked like got. he also had
1: some strength.
0: Yeah, I think probably they all get a little bit of strength as just sort of, just sort of, you know, that's what happens when you get superpowers. You get some strength. <laughs> totally. Alrighty. Well folks, uh, that is it. That is it. Next yep. week we're back to Legion or Lobo, one of those. <laughs> oh, Lobo. Remember which one? Oh Convention yes. Special. There you go. There you go. This one should be fun. Totally. Totally. But I have to
1: say, for Bloodlines issues, these two weren't that bad.
0: No, the I mean, the opening story, the opening issue told the story, started it off. So that's, you know, it was a good intro, and it was creepy enough, you know, like all that stuff. So that's that's all good. Yeah. And this this was, yeah, like, blow up the planet of alien babies and... Make sure they don't come around anymore. Yeah,
1: something, stuff actually happened.
0: Yep. For sure it did. For sure it did. So that's all cool. That's all cool. The rest are easily missed. <laughs> easily missed. You're not missing anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I never read these two before. I have a feeling that any of the ones I didn't read were probably some of the few ones that were decent. Like, I, I'm wondering how the demon one was.
0: I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't think I followed many of these unless I was, if I got the regular series that I, Oh, the demon is where the hitman was introduced. So. Exactly.
1: And I'm pretty sure he was created hmm. by, uh, Anis and McCrea. So right. I'm going to assume that means they did the issue, which means it probably was decent. Was
0: probably all right. Yeah. Yeah uh yeah i probably only read the ones of the series i was collecting so i would have read the flash one and it was okay the new titans one it was terrible uh legion of superheroes i liked it i like jam i don't mind jam so oh. there we go i said it i said it jam is equally as fine as what's her name the little Runt of on the Legion team. What's Kono? your name? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's just definitely a boy like Kono. Way more. Yeah, they're the same. They're the oh, same and character. By
1: the way, yeah. It says Hitman created by John Ennis and John McRae, which means pretty sure that yeah. means they
0: actually did the demon. They animal. probably did it, yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that I I you know, ironically enough, I've never had a chance to read that, even though I did love the Hitman series.
0: Huh. You missed his first appearance.
1: Bom boom bomb. So yeah, the ones I didn't read were probably the ones that were worth reading
0: There you go, so There were a few There were a few (laughs) Alrighty, folks That is it for us That is it for us If you happen to have read any of the Bloodline Annuals You can drop us a line Let us know which ones were your favorites If there were favorites (laughs) Do you like any of the
1: characters besides Hitman? Um, or write in if you think we really should be covering bloodbath. i mean we won't but we will laugh at your (laughs)
0: laugh at your request (laughs) but totally absolutely absolutely and you can send all those requests to the usual places legion of substitute podcasters at gmail.com or the facebook page or i think those are the two main places those are the two main places where you can send us your comments
1: Oh, we actually got, we got real quick. We got a couple of comments when I put up the uh, on Twitter the uh, post about the last episode ninety four with the logo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a couple of people saying uh, the ma- Oh yeah, the main man. And also, uh, this would have made a kick ass Lobo movie. Not that I want current WBDC to do it, but yeah. <laughs> so got a couple of people liking that one.
0: Cool, 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 cool.
1: Actually, got I got thirty likes on that one.
0: Nice. So be- Excellent. So thank you all. Alrighty, righty. We will see you all next. W-E-E-K. A-D-I-O-S. Adios. I know that one. <laughs> yeah. We're back at the beginning of the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> okay.